Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Only One Call Away. Today's topic is going to be womanhood. Um, So I wanted to start the episode by discussing how we realize like, oh shit, I'm a woman. Like, I'm not a little girl anymore. Like, do you have a specific age where you realize that? I don't know, because sometimes I still feel like I'm not a woman. Mm -hmm. But... I guess this doesn't answer your question, but I remember the age that people started telling me that I was a woman. Mm, what age was that? Which, it was when I got my period. Oh, fucking 10? Yeah. Like, Get out. <laughs> I'm dead. I remember, I remember people saying that line, too. You have a specific age? No. <laughs> Because I feel the same way. It's like, bro, am I a woman? It's like I'm kind of living. <laughs> it's like I'm kind of living in both, both bodies right now. You know, like, and I saw this post and it was like, you know, trying to let go of your old self, but also becoming a newer version of yourself. Like, it just it feels like I have both of my feet in like both pools. You know, if that makes sense. Um. But I feel like, how do I say this? Okay. <clears throat> so Melanie, Melanie going bag on me because I'm going to mention being a Scorpio again. But like, so, <laughs> so there's a phase, right? So it's the scorpion and then the next level is the eagle and then the next level is the phoenix. I feel like until I was... 16 17 i was a scorpion and from 18 to now i feel like i blossomed into an eagle you know what i mean like um where i'm not quite not yet the phoenix but i for damn sure earned enough stripes not to be the scorpion anymore um so i kind of feel like that's what womanhood is and as hard as it is to be a woman, I am so grateful because we are truly amazing. Like from our body's natural instincts to the emotions that we harbor, the pain that we harbor from other people, like our natural like nurturing. And I'm like I'm sure there are some women that like are like bitch. That's not me, which is like fine, but. The women that I involve myself with, they're very, like, naturally nurturing and and able to lead and be independent. It's like, we could just do it all. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you know what? Now that you mentioned that, I feel like, I feel the same way that you do. I feel like I'm on my way to becoming a woman. I guess I'm still trying to figure out what that even means. Melanie, I'm going to tell you. Like age age doesn't matter la 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 but when i turned 25 that's when i realized like bitch you grown grown you know and i i know i'm still young i know i'm still young but i know that i'm not fucking 18 um when you were younger or even like recently have you found yourself diluting your authentic self or your personality to like make people comfortable or fit into a fucking archetype 
Yeah. Maybe not the definitely. right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I talked about this in our insecurity episode, but I would definitely try to make myself small. Mm-hmm. No, not stand out as much. Maybe not, not seem as confident just so that I wasn't labeled as conceited or, mm-hmm. or she thinks she's all that type of thing. And I think a lot of times I wanted to fit in with other women just because I, I've i always had the desire to be a part of a community of women. And so the women, they mostly focused on like drama, gossiping, talking about boys or things like that. So I felt like kind of like I was in a box. And it's kind of like, is this what being a girl means? Because even, even recently, um, I noticed certain people in my life, like all that, all they want to talk about is gossip and like drama about other people. And I'm to the point now where it's like, if you're hitting my phone, it better be for a reason. You get me? I'm not trying to fucking have fucking the shade room in my phone all goddamn day. Like, no. About my money. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like I've diluted my personality just to not stick out because I hated attention and fucking growing up kids are so ruthless I was not trying to get bullied okay I'm sensitive so yeah I think I especially tried to fit into the good girl archetype obviously my ways have unfolded and things change things change but when I was younger I was so scared to get in trouble like I would try to avoid it as at all costs so I would be very obedient and like um some kids wouldn't want to play with me because they're like you're a fucking pussy and I'm, like, I'm just scared of everything guys and no they wanted to play hide and seek in the dark yeah <laughs> and that just shows the anxiety we had when we were little like that's kind of fucked you know yeah my mom was strict though that's mostly why I wanted to be a good girl but also um I remember my mom and even like my aunts and uncles being super overprotective with me and at that age I didn't understand why they were just like oh you know your breasts are growing so make sure you're covering yourself up oh my gosh yes I got that fucking talk too you know like don't wear shorts that are too short and at the time when I was younger I was just like why and and almost like I felt almost like ashamed yep. to be even growing into a woman, I guess. Right? It's like, damn, these tits make everyone uncomfortable, and I'm only 10. Mm-hmm. Even at school, bitch. Yeah. Even at school, even with the dress code and stuff. Yes, I agree. Like, bitch, you better cover your goddamn shoulder. Bitch, I, ha- like, I got sent home one time because I was wearing a tank top. Hmm. And, um... This teacher, she actually stood up for me. She was like, she was basically, the principal was a man, and he called me into his office, and he was shaming the fuck out of me. Are you serious? Yes, and I was in, like, middle school. (gasps) He was like, do you think it's okay to come to school like that? What do you think you're doing? And I'm like, oh, it's fucking 100 degrees outside. Right. And, And the only reason why he was picking on me was because I was a little bit more developed. 
than most mm. in my grade. There was a the teacher that stood up for me. She mentioned another girl that was wearing a tank top, but she she wasn't as developed as me, mm-hmm. and she wasn't you know she wasn't called out on it. It was just me, and I felt super uncomfortable. Yeah, and instances instances like that is why we have shame till this fucking day. And it's really sad. Do you still feel that shame sometimes at this age? Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I just feel uncomfortable. Like, when I know someone, when I know unwanted attention is on my body, like, especially my boobs, there's, like, this weird feeling I feel in my chest that's, like, this is uncomfortable as fuck. You know what I mean? I remember... Like, I got my bra, I got my first bra when I was in third grade, and that shit made me feel so uncomfortable. Like, I was like, fuck, I have to wear a bra. I remember I would take it off, and, like, my little boobies were developing already, so it's like, no, but you should have kept it on, like, because you were nipple. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I would, like, take off my bra and wear a shirt and just put, like, a little hoodie on or something. And, like, I remember I would go to my cousin's house and, like, we would wrestle. And, like, I think, like, they're my girl cousins. But, like, one of them commented and was like, are you wearing a bra? And I was like, no. And I went to the restroom, took it off. And, like, I don't know. It was, like, I don't understand. Oh, they were making fun of you for wearing one? They weren't making fun of me. They just pointed it out, you know. And, like. That's the type of personality I have where it's like, you ain't even got to make fun of me. All I have to know is that you notice and I freak out. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? I got my period when I was super young. I think I was 10. Me too. Yeah. In like fifth grade. I would have cramps at school and I would get sent to the nurse office and I would be afraid to tell the nurse that I had my period. I don't know what the fuck. So what would you tell them? Just that my stomach hurt. Like, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't have the guts to tell them that I had my period for some reason. Until I, until my friends around me started. Right. Saying that they had theirs. And that was later on. So I think I was one of the few girls in my class that had their period. Yeah, that had it early. You know, it's crazy too, because. I remember in middle school, like, when, when we all got a period, just like, am I stained? Am I stained? Yeah, <laughs> fruit punch. I'm dead. There's not fruit punch. <laughs> it really was. It was fruit punch, pineapple. I remember having some code words, too. I do. But, like, it's crazy because even now, like, let's say I have to, like, change you know, a feminine product at work, I still low-key hide it. Like, I still, like, put it in my pocket. If I don't have pockets, like, I put it in my shirt. Because it's, like, it's, like, I don't want people to know that I'm on my period. But at the same time, it's, like, yeah, that's what you expect. I have a pussy. Like, what do you want me to do? That shit, no, but I bonded with some women over periods. Mm -hmm. I get it. I still get a little, I feel a little weird when I'm opening it in the bathroom yeah see i think like see i don't care about opening it in the restroom but i think it's weird when like a man is around outside of my household 
like walking to the bathroom with like a fucking pad and like the fucking vice president of finance walks past by you know what i mean or even like just a regular fucking guy like it's still this weird like discomfort i guess but um but i think it's really important for men to know about women's cycles too i remember i had a best friend in fifth grade and like her and i got a period at the same time and um, she said that her brother who was 15 at the time he didn't know what the fuck a period was so there's some guys that don't at all so like um his their mom like changed herself or whatever and like he saw like blood and he was like mommy are you dying like what is wrong you know i mean maybe he wasn't 15 at at the time he said that but i think he was probably like 10 or something like but it's like that is early it is early but it's like you know i feel like at that age at fucking from 10 to 14 we're figuring out what our bodies do. I didn't expect for us to talk about this so much. <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, educate your sons, educate your daughters, teach them how to properly dispose of that shit, like how to properly clean themselves, what, you know, drink hella water, and yeah. Okay, I think it's time to move on. I feel like this is an education. I know, I think it's time to move on. Okay, um, so how in touch do you think you are with your feminine side? I guess it depends on the situation. Certain situations bring out certain feminine traits for me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes... I'll find my sometimes in certain circumstances I'll find myself being a little bit more nurturing. Um, I do be feeling the woman's intuition. <laughs> you know when you when you know something's up. Um, what else? What else? Feminine traits we got? Emotional intelligence. Right, that's true. Yeah, my therapist told me I was emotionally <gasps> intelligent. Yay, we love her. I'm so happy you made that switch. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm very feminine. Like from what I post my Instagram, like you can tell like, oh that's a feminine bitch. But in my mannerisms and certain ways that I could talk, I'm very aggressive and honestly I feel like I have a lot of masculine energy um, when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to a number of things. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like when it comes to romantic relationships, I'm really learning how to fall into my feminine and allowing the men to chase me. Cause why the fuck am I chasing a man? Like what the fuck? And even with like, and even with poetry, like I'm trying to fall even more into my feminine because a lot of the poems that I wrote before that are in silk, I reread some last night. That shit is intense. That shit is like you got me fucked up, and I want to bang on you and slash the tires off your fucking car, Jasmine Sullivan. Ain't that shit on me, right? But 
now I'm just learning how to release and just let things play out how they do and really like get in touch with my feminine side on my own because there's a lot of times where like I could be hella feminine but I'm like doing some things I can't really say right now you know I think I think I'm feminine in a way where I can be soft but I really want to work on being feminine in a way where I feel I don't know how to word this, but kind of like I I want to feel sexy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how else to word that, but I hope you understand what I mean. But like, do you mean you want to feel sexy like during... Like I want to embody that. No, like... Oh yeah, I get what you mean. Not even... not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, not, not that way. <laughs> not in the, you know, in the bedroom. But I mean like just... In general, like, I want to be able to channel that. I, because I'm, I'm built small. So, I have this subconscious, I don't know if it's a mindset, but it's something that makes me feel like I have to act innocent or that I have to be small or soft and stuff. So, I guess, I guess being more assertive like that's that's one of the traits i think of when i think of being sexy i i can say with confidence and not even feel weird about it i feel like i embody femininity and like being like a fucking woman like but and maybe i did lead with masculine energy because i was very insecure and had no type of confidence okay maybe a little bit of confidence but it was like based on external validation you know what I mean so for me to really embody like who I am now um I on this is not the best advice guys but this is the real shit I am this way because I had to overcompensate for my insecurities so it's like instead of being like oh like yeah I'm cute whatever I wasn't comfortable with that so I have to be like I am fucking beautiful and I have to have that attitude for a, for probably a few years before I actually believed it. And I'm going to be honest, y'all, like, I still have problems believing it. Like, there was a picture that I posted on my story, like, a few days ago or whatever. And I, it was from my graduation photo shoot. I was so insecure about it like I did not want to post it and then like everyone was like oh my god you look so good like why would you hold out on it and it's like y'all don't see my forehead look at it but you know yeah yeah you know what that yeah that I think that's what I was trying to say sexy meaning like confident Mm -hmm. and not but you know what like I guess when you envision sexy right it's like do you see a woman that's just effortlessly sexy and could sit in a room and you just glance at her like yo that bitch is bomb or do you see a sexy woman that's like what the fuck is up y'all like you know like a stronger presence yeah stronger presence but not like od (laughs) i'm dead i'm dead yeah like like she's not afraid to voice her opinion in a room full of people 
But what's crazy is that, like, those two types of sexy women that I mentioned, like, they do have the ability to do that. Okay, well, my, I guess my point is, like, there's not one way to be sexy. There's not one woman that is sexy. There's so many, like, different types of ways. You know what I mean? I feel like I could, I could be very, like, low-key and reserved. And, y'all... I hope this doesn't sound weird or whatever, but what makes me feel sexy? I'm going to attribute it to wearing heels on the weekend because those little, those extra inches make me feel like a baddie. Okay. That's probably why I go out so that much. Yeah. I think there's like different ways to be sexy. And to feel sexy as a woman, whew, Lord, I'm here. But um, anyway. <laughs> What kind of environment makes you feel safe enough to express your femininity? <clears throat> when I'm on my knees. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, you know, I think, I think at first I was finding it, you know, like as a teenager to an early adult, I was finding it. So initially is when the freak leaks come out you know what I mean that's when I felt most connected to my femininity femininity but now like in addition to that I think it's when I think it's all the time if I'm being honest like when I write poetry when I read poetry like I pack an order last night for this guy's barber shop and that shit was still feminine it was like bomb and sick you know old english type of font but i still added my feminine touch to it and i think i see a lot of men who um who appreciate us as women and our femininity you know like so yeah i feel i always feel feminine if i'm being honest yeah, when do you feel most feminine? I feel like I'd be feeling neutral most of the time. Um, but I I think I feel the most feminine and when damn I feel like it's when I'm with my my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel safe enough to be vulnerable and to and and just like naturally my feminine traits show themselves um yeah i feel like just being around people that i guess make you feel safe mm-hmm. yeah and honestly like when men have that masculine energy that's what i'm talking about like ooh, protect me secure me okay because yeah. i'm not I'm going to do some things for you too. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I I haven't felt that with any other man outside of my family. I, I, I've seen videos of women say that, um, well, men will complain and say, oh, women want to be independent. They want to be like masculine and all that. And what they don't realize is it's because we don't feel safe enough to be mm-hmm. feminine. Cause when you're feminine, you're, you're vulnerable, you're submissive and stuff. Um, not like back in the old days, but you're a little bit more submissive. You're right. a little bit more trusting. You're right. And it takes 
a special type of person to bring that out of you. Um, yeah, like that. I'm not saying you need that person though. Right. You can do it on your own. Right. I think it's. I think it's. Um, I think it. It is different to be feminine with someone and feminine alone. You know. Um, but I will say like being feminine isn't all about being sexy. I know like I made a few jokes and like that's what we kind of like um that's what we kind of scoped on in the beginning, but it's so much more than that. Like it's <clears throat> it's literally I I hope this makes fucking sense, but in my opinion, it's literally just fucking relaxing and getting in touch with your center like like it's really not natural for me to be rah 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 all the time you know like I just want to chill I just want to cuddle I want to be held and like you know on some chill shit let's fucking drink some wine and just just chill take me out what the fuck take me out to dinner okay (laughs) do you um do you feel feminine when you're alone? I feel feminine all the time. From the way I drive to the way that I text, like to the way I grab my shirt. I am I am a feminine being, like period. So do you think can we talk about men falling into their feminine energy? Have you experienced a man in his feminine energy? I, I've seen that happen when they show their emotion on their own. Like, if I see a man cry or just even express himself, express how he's feeling, um, I think the, those are, I don't know if that's feminine traits. I think it would count as feminine because he would be allowing himself to feel that instead of resisting. You know, I think it's masculine to be like, like aggressive energy, like, no, 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 no. Like, we can't feel it. We can't feel it. Is that natural or is it, is that, because I've, I've heard men tell me that they're taught that, but is that in them? Because I'm thinking more so like natural feminine traits. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I've seen my dad be nurturing, but I wouldn't consider that him falling into his feminine energy. I could see how, like, him caring and, like, wanting to take care could be, you know, quote-unquote feminine energy. I got it. Okay. I got it. So, damn, no, I don't got it. I was going to say, I I was going to (laughs) say, like, I've seen men put their guard down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's this like um there's this yeah, like you said, like sort of aggressive pers not persona, but it's like a defense. They're always yeah, on the yeah, defense. Yes. So when they're not like that, I guess that's more feminine. Um but I feel a little weird saying that. I don't know why. I know, I feel weird I saying that. I feel like too. everyone should be able to do that. Right, it shouldn't be feminine or masculine. But I think, um, okay, this is going to be a little bad, but of course I'm going to throw it in there a little bit, right? So, um, <laughs> um, 
But when I initially brought up the question in my head, because of my dating situation at the moment, I feel like a lot of these men are falling into their feminine energy in the sense that they want me to chase them. But then it's like, I don't know if that's him falling into his feminine energy or him just not wanting me enough. You know what I mean? But he's kind of like, fuck, I'm sorry, guys. This this always happens on a fucking episode. But like, I feel like he's like breadcrumbing me, you know, like a text here and there, an Instagram response here and there. Oh, let me respond to your story. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think that's tricky because the way that I've been taught is that men usually are their pursuers. But I know times are changing and I know that there's some men that like when the women approach them. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know either, bitch, because I keep saying, like, I'm falling into my feminine la 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 but then it's like what's the balance of like falling into your feminine while dating and putting in a decent amount of effort to make sure that they're still interested you know what i mean but honestly i can be a thousand percent honest this certain situation does not qualify as that like i don't even think he's falling into his feminine energy he's just being a little interesting but um it's something that it's something that I think about quite often because that's how a lot of guys are are handling things these days. Well, anyway, that's a hard question. I think it's hard because we're not men, so we probably see things differently than them, obviously. Yeah. They might think something is feminine that we don't think is feminine and vice versa. Yeah, I just, I saw a post or something, and it was like, um, it was kind of like, you know, women, stop, stop acting in your masculine energy, like, stop planning dates, stop hitting them up first, you know, like, don't be the, don't be the chaser, so it really, it really stuck with me, and it made me think, um, so, yeah, you like, you're on board with me, right? You think everyone has masculine and feminine traits, right? Yes. I brought that up to my dad, and my dad is old school, guys, and he's religious. He was telling me something, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, um, something something about men men and women have both, having both masculine and feminine. And he was like, no, like, a, a man can't feel how a woman can feel and a woman can't feel how a man can feel and that could just be his old school way of thinking but I don't know do you think that's true? <laughs> I think when it comes to the older generation they're just they're completely different they don't they haven't seen a quarter of the resources and information that we've received you know what that's I mean? True. And granted, granted, he's a man and a traditional man at that. Like, we are young women, like, and we have been, and I'm sure your dad has been through his stuff, but we have been through our own shit, especially emotionally, you know? So I'm sure he does, he does have moments that would be considered you know feminine energy that he doesn't 
consider in his mind because it is a very it is a very tricky slope like okay i'm not saying that you washing dishes is dishes is feminine energy or you crying is feminine energy you know what i mean i think it's something that is really hard to to define and if he would have been like yeah have feminine energy he probably would have gotten clowned like if he would have said that as a child you know you know what i i think he's thinking of it and more so like like domesticated yeah like domestic yeah like each gender has different roles yeah or i guess in the sense of like a partnership Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like gender roles for sure yeah um that's a hard question i'm I'm (laughs) listen to us so so let us know but you know what i think that's another thing that maybe we're getting wrong and we have to dismantle like i don't think that crying should be labeled as feminine or masculine i think it's human yes that's what i was basically that's what i was thinking right and so when i was bringing that up i was like wait a minute why is that just feminine though right i think it's it's kind of feminine like when you allow yourself that that time but there are a lot of times where like that shit just erupts you know but that doesn't necessarily make it masculine i don't know is this a whole like whole topic about literally nothing i hope y'all get what we're trying to say i'm dead okay is there anything else you have to say about feminine or should we move on no (laughs) okay so what about let's talk about navigating womanhood when it comes to other women like dealing with other women do you think it's difficult to connect to other women yeah Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I know. You know, I man, I have a little situation going on that Melanie knows about where I connected a little too deeply. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's, I think it's both. Like for me, it's easy and hard because it depends on the woman. And the environment, for example, like at work, is very easy for me to connect to women. On Instagram, very easy for me to connect to other women. That's how me and Melanie are fucking homegirls now, you know? But let's say I'm in a social club. Definitely weird. Let's say I'm at the bar or a party. It really depends on those group of people or women even men because I've been in parties where nobody wants to fuck with me like everyone's clicked up off to themselves whatever and I've been in environments where everyone is incredibly friendly very giving out compliments and taking shots you know so I think it really does depend yeah I think I think I haven't had much experiences where women are open to actually mm. having real friendships. Yeah. I've been, ever since I was younger too, this comes from my family too, but I've been around women who are very judgmental. And, um, will gossip about you behind your back. Mm-hmm. Or just like cattiness. Just, I, I, yeah, I've seen too many situations where women are putting other women down. 
even if the woman, even if it's a circumstance where we're talking about a woman's accomplishments, mm. it's just always something they say. And I guess I, I see on social media, it looks like it's improving. Like there's definitely a lot of woman empowerment energy on there. But I guess in my environment, you're, it's different because I feel like cause it's different because you're in L.A., I'm in Connecticut, and Connecticut is so small. Um, I don't see it really translate from the internet in real life, in my mm-hmm. mind. That's crazy. That's sad, too. You know, <laughs> I will say um, I have three sisters, so my womanhood been strong. But growing up, I would say until... I would say, okay, I'm just going to say for most of my life, you know, honestly, there were times they were very judgmental. And it's a part of the reason why I was very, like, I judged myself very hard. And eventually, I would judge other people, too, because I judged myself that hard. Like, um, so... So, yeah, it's really, like, dependent on your environment. But I remember, like, there's a specific moment in fifth grade where one of my sisters said something, like, said something fucked up about, like, a singer. Um, okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to flip the part. But um, she said something negative about a singer after I said something positive. Um, and that's when I realized, like, damn, bitches be hating. And like and a period i was like 10 i was like 10 and all of my sisters are at least <laughs> and all of my sisters are at least 10 years older than me so like that's when i realized like you know it kind of seems like some women try to bring others down to make themselves feel a type of way or you know whatever the case may be um so I think if you have that in your head, because I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> from that point on, I kind of distanced myself from her. Like even at ten, that's how I know I'm a fucking emotionally intelligent bitch. Like, like I was like, you know what? You kind of negative. I can't really fuck with you. Like whatever. I'm so serious, bro. And like, um, and so yeah, just having like that awareness, and even like. Like I mentioned earlier, I had another close woman in my life who was just talking about gossip all the time. And it's like, just remove yourself a little bit from those situations, you know, or even this may not be the healthiest advice, but whenever she mentions some weird shit, I ignore her. And I'm like, okay, well, how are you feeling today? You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not going to interact in that conversation because my energy is very limited. I I don't think I started being becoming self-aware until after high school. Mm-hmm. Because I also had a clique in high school and some of the people in my group were judge, very judgmental and it it kind of I reflected that same behavior until until I had a moment where I separated myself from them. And I was trying to figure out who I was and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, why were we even doing that? Like, was that the only way that 
I thought women bonded. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? Because <clears throat> there's a saying or something like that where it's like, it's easy to make friends when you have a common enemy. And like, it's easy to make or maintain friends when you have someone to talk shit about or something to talk shit about. It's like bonding over negativity or like you know drama basically and we're all guilty of that that's how that's probably how we made most of our friends in grade school um but it's like you know we're not in grade school no more and i see a lot of adult women that still participate in things like that and you know everyone's entitled to their own shit but it's kind of like life is so much more period And why are you so invested in other people's lives? Like, I no. think it's because they don't. I honestly think it's either because they don't know themselves, they don't know their purpose, they don't have anything like really going on for themselves. And so it's really easy to just get caught up in other people's lives when your life isn't going the way that you want it to go. Right. Um. I think I have something to add on to that. And... I think that ties into even like there's hella successful people in general that still talk about drama. So I feel like when you say like they don't have, um, they're not like really satisfied with their life. Like it's not even about the outside and the success. It's really about the inside. Like what about you makes you want to talk shit about other people for four hours? You know, for four hours. I'm dead. and i'm that's not to say like you know melanie and i chop it up like i talk to my homegirls and my family about like some drama and stuff but there comes a point where if i hit you and this is what you want to talk about all the time then that's a problem then what the fuck is our relationship like there's no substance and and I'm kind of at this point where it doesn't feel good to judge other people. Like, now when I hear someone do, like, fucked up things or whatever, I feel sad for them. Like, you know, this is going to sound a little corny, but, like, a large part of me wants to pray for them and, like, pray for their healing because it's like, fuck, I hope you get over that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I'll see, like, older, older women still in that cycle. Mama, I'm just kidding. Um, this is <laughs> It's like a generation thing. It is. It's deep. But you know, and, sorry, you go first. Um damn, I want I had a story that I wanted to tell, but I don't know how to tie it in. I I wanted to bring up the fact that women are really like, we say men are hard on women, but I honestly have seen proof of women being harder on women. I know that doesn't sound... No, it sounds accurate as fuck. Like, it be it's like it'd be your own... <laughs> For real. But you know what? I think a lot of women, people in general, but since we're talking about women... A lot of women personalize themselves with other people's lives. Um, and that's why, you know, they talk more shit or they may be harder 
on that person it's because like damn you fucked up and i i i don't even want to say like um like i love you and i fuck with you so much that you making this mistake makes it feel like i made the mistake because i couldn't deter you away from doing that but yeah because i have definitely dealt with that in my life from my peers and um it just it it like didn't feel good but yeah and i see i see a lot of moms be very hard on their daughters especially like you know their firstborn and and all of that stuff um uh, that is a whole other thing too yeah that's a that's a lot to get into um I'm the baby of the family, so I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but my mom definitely imposed some ideas that I had to dismantle, um, in my head too. Like, um, but anyway, what um, I don't know. Does that make sense? What would you like? What would you like your connection with other women to look like? I would want it to be natural. Um, I It's hard because the thing that pops in, into my head is like what I wouldn't want. And one of the things that I don't really like is when I'm with a woman and they're very desperate for like male attention or something like that, you know? Um, so I just think all of that weird shit in general, like don't try, don't try to put me down to make yourself look good in in front of people. Like don't try to look at my man. Like don't don't be stingy with money. Like if we're going out, like let's just fucking split it. And if I if the bill comes and your dish is $15, I just want y'all to know that there's tax and tip to be included. So your $15 dish is going to be like $19, okay? Why does that so personal? Yeah, that's just how things are. Um, but anyway, how would you want your connections to look with people? I really would want like a sisterhood kind of bond. Um, I would obviously want support on my goals and dreams. I wouldn't want it to feel like there's a competition. In fact, I would want it to feel like if if someone's doing better than me, I I kind of naturally do this now, but I'll just look at it as inspiration instead of competition, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of us need to learn. Uh, um, and just like a safe space to even just talk shit and not even in a way where you gossip, but just be able to express yourself like healthy like healthy banter so to say you know yeah kind of like our our <laughs> like me like our connection <laughs> we'd be talking about our lives together and it's like it's a safe space and yeah i just i don't want to have to worry about if you're a real friend or if you're a fake friend right you know, i just want to be able to trust yeah i heard this quote too and it was like people come into your lives um for three reasons and one of them could be a reason a season or a lesson 
So, yeah. Um, but I see other women like, especially like through my poetry account, I see so many other women like doing their thing, and it it inspires me. Um, like I see a lot of people do open mics and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? If they could do it, I'm gonna sign up for an open mic. Right now, I'm trying to, like, gain the courage to make TikToks and stuff like that. But honestly, seeing other women and people in general do it, it really encourages me, too, because, like, my style is going to be different from that person. So, I have two closing questions, Melanie. What do you think is the hardest part of womanhood? Melanie's face right now. I wish y'all could see it. The hardest. The hardest. Well, mine would be the need to be resilient. And I know <laughs> Melanie's face again. Bro, I'm dead. Um, I know that's across the board. I know that men need to be resilient as well. But to be resilient as a woman, like nine out of ten times. Our emotions are usually involved. You feel me? So it's like, yeah. And people, sorry, people use that against us. Mm-hmm. And it's like people say, "Don't take it personal," but that is like the most. The situation could be the most personal thing in the fucking world, and it's like, how am I not supposed to take it personal? But at the end of the day, I'ma just push through it and keep it pushing because, like, life goes on. You know, so. I definitely, definitely think that resilience is the hardest thing for me. That's a fucking hard-ass question. Choose one, bitch. Choose one. What is the hardest part of womanhood you're dealing with right now? (laughs) Um, I don't think I can just choose one because what's going through my mind is all of the things I've experienced, my mother has experienced, my sister, my friends, and, you know, so I think that, I think what I will say is living in a world where we constantly have to worry about things that half of our society disregards. That could be our safety, certain standards that we're pressured to live up to, our physical health, our physical hardships. Um, Yeah, it's a very broad answer, but I think that a lot of women can relate to that. Fuck, bitch. That was a struggle, but you came with the heat. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think is the best part of womanhood? While you think about your answer, I think my favorite part about womanhood would be femininity. Like how I mentioned that I'm feminine and no matter what I do, like I love that and I truly embody that. Like even like... The way I care for things, like, the way I care about fucking kids, low-key, like, my sister is pregnant and her due date is in, like, two months. I cannot wait to hold and take care of that baby 
and gave it back to her around 9 p.m. But I can't wait to, like, <laughs> to take care of a baby, you know? Damn, Sam. <laughs> I think being more in tune with my emotions and being able to be emotionally intelligent so um i think honestly i think feeling things feeling emotions is a superpower um i used to not like it because uh a lot of people would use it against me or um shame me for it but i've definitely grown to love that part of myself and i know that most of it comes from me being a woman so i guess that's what i love most about being a woman being uh, more in tune with my emotions and being emotionally intelligent honestly that was a really good answer like because i feel like being a woman there's a certain type of wisdom that comes with being with a woman and it's like you know that's why we love our dads but personally i feel like we hold our moms to a different to a different light you know like and it's funny because my dad the other night he thought i was sleeping but i was faking it and he told my mom and he's like you're her favorite like that's that's your kid and i was like hee hee you're jealous but anyway <laughs> um yeah i think that's the part of the of what i love being about a woman too like sometimes we just be knowing things right sometimes we be overthinking but a lot of times we fucking our intuition a woman's intuition is really real and sometimes it's hard to like you know decipher like which one is the intuition and which one's the trauma but that's how we gain the wisdom (laughs) And I feel like being emotional helps us connect with people. Yes. Better. We all have our own experiences with being a woman. With womanhood in general. Yeah. This is just our experience and our opinions. (laughs) Right. As we said, we're not licensed professionals, as y'all could tell. But yeah, I think that's all we have to say for now about womanhood um this conversation was amazing i feel like i really don't talk about these things with other people um so it was good to know and look we figured out what the fuck we love about being a woman so right it was very it was much needed um but that's it for today guys we'll see you on the next episode Thank you for listening to another episode of Only One Call Away. Feel free to share with a friend and tag us on Instagram at Only One Call Away with two Ys at the end. Please leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.